Welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat, and yes, I am another 20 something year old who thinks podcasting is a good idea. We're all navigating this insane life together, and I want to be able to share my experience with you as well as have conversations with others in hopes to create a space of positivity, learning, and growing together. I also want to use this as an opportunity to hold myself accountable for the things that I'm doing. I feel like your 20s are such a time of change and so many things are going on at the same time. So I actually want to stick to the things that I want to do and I want to report back to you and let you know how they're going. So if that all sounds good, grab a cup of whatever makes you feel good and enjoy. Hello, beautiful people of the internet, and welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you are having an absolutely beautiful and wonderful day. Today, I am trying out a slightly new format. Usually, <laughs> when it comes to preparing these podcasts, I'll leave myself some bullet points, some talking points, so that I'm not rambling too much. And I am just going for it today. I am doing full from my brain. There is, I'm going to try to keep a structure, but I don't have a structure in mind. So if the scene's a bit all over the place, then that's why. And good luck to you and good luck to me. We shall see what happens. <laughs> I've been having a bit of a manic episode this last week. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> I don't know if it's the moon or the planets or just me in general, but I have either been complete manic working mode, doing a week's worth of work in a single day, or I have just been horizontal, completely horizontal, not been able to move. <laughs> there has been zero amount of balance in the last couple of weeks, and it's okay. It's totally okay, because the manic episodes have been making up for the zero effort <laughs> episodes as well. <laughs> Anyway, I've been gallivanting and the gallivanting has gallivanted and kind of bit me in the bum, but I've been having a great time. Uh, we went away in the beginning of February. We went glamping, which is, let me just tell you, one of the best things ever because I love camping. I really do love camping. I love being outdoors. I love being in nature. I love the rustic vibes. I love just having to problem solve and fix things. <laughs> When things go wrong, it gets your brain working in certain ways and sometimes it can be very relaxing. Sometimes it's not very relaxing and you need a holiday from your holiday, but with glamping, it's just a whole new world that's been opened up for me. So basically, it's sort of like camping, but with amenities like a full kitchen and air conditioning, which <laughs> this is Africa. It gets quite hot in summer and that air conditioning really pulled through for us. <laughs> There's also a full plumbed bathroom with tiles and bricks and stuff, which was great because you're not sharing a bathroom with anyone and you've got your own private bathroom and it's attached to sort of like a tented suite, which is really the best of both worlds. You don't have to pack tents. You don't have to pack gazebos. You don't have to make sure that your tent's not going to blow away in the wind <laughs> and a four poster bed, which is just stunning. Absolutely beautiful. Chef's kiss. There was also a hot tub which was so great. And the weather was atrociously hot. I mean, it got to about 40 degrees Celsius, which I don't know for my international friends out there. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but I'm sure you can do the math. It's a, it's hot. So <laughs> I always spent most of the weekend just in the water and having cocktails, which was wonderful. And there's also a river. 
So we have our little blow up rowboats that we took down the river. It's a little scary. <laughs> the river is very calm itself. But once you're on there, the river's sort of in a, a bit of a valley crevasse. I don't know how to describe it. So it's very quiet when you're in the river and you can hear everything. You can hear every little fish making little bubbles. You can hear every little insect touching the water. And it's a little worrying when you're in an inflatable boat and you don't know what's underneath you. So that was fun. You know, got the adrenaline going a little bit. But other than that, it was wonderful. Wonderful weekend, wonderful time. My... <laughs> <laughs> rusty dusty broken old car managed to get us all the way there and back which I'm very proud of her if you have been listening to this podcast for a while you will know my vehicle and I <laughs> we have a relationship with each other which is very strained <laughs> I'm obsessed I love her she's my absolute darling but also she sometimes decides that she doesn't want to behave like a motor vehicle and drive and then randomly you know two weeks later everything will just start working again so I don't know if that's just because the vibes were right that day <laughs> the cards said today will be the day that she drives but who knows she was going and she's still going which is amazing I just am a little worried for winter when it comes around and she doesn't feel like getting out of bed because same girl I don't want to get out of bed <laughs> so I don't know how we're going to solve that problem, but that is a problem for a couple of months later. Anyway, you can tell the manic energy is still hanging around this week. So I thought, let me just hop on here and um, talk, talk podcast, you know, the thing that I, I love to do. <laughs> so after we got back from our holiday, we, I don't know, got a little sick. <laughs> I guess swimming in, you know, river water and just being outside for 18 hours a day maybe wasn't the best for our immune systems and you know maybe a little too much of a good thing can sometimes be a bad thing and so I got a bit ill but not like too bad but it was okay and I got to take a couple of days off and just relaxed and recuperated and made sure I was hydrated and then I was back to full function but it really got me thinking about how grateful I am that I work from home and that I can take a couple of days off if I want to or if I need to and then I thought about oh gosh I can't I, I can't imagine having a nine-to-five job I would you know have to chip into my leave you know my my sick leave or the boss wouldn't be happy or the work wouldn't be functioning the way that it should be and it really got me to thinking the pros and cons between working from home versus having a nine to five, because I did have a nine to five and that nine to five had a lot of benefits for me and, and, a, and a lot of cons to be completely fair. And I really do enjoy working from home and it's, I much, much, much prefer it, but there are also cons to working from home. And so I thought I would go over some of them from my perspective. Maybe you are working from home and you're feeling some of the same things that I am or maybe you're working a nine-to-five and you're thinking oh I just wish I could work from home and you're wondering you know is is working from home right for me because it's not right for everyone <laughs> and as a very social person working from home can be a little bit lonely sometimes but also as a very social person it can be difficult to work in an office environment or in an environment where there's a lot of other employees and maybe not everybody gets along and that can be quite stressful as well. So I want to go over firstly the pros of working a nine to five because I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't worked a proper stable nine to five job. Despite how much I complain about it all the time, I really am very grateful for it. 
And also, it kind of grinds my gears a little bit when I hear people saying that they could never work at nine to five and they could never work in an office and they could never work for somebody else or anything like that because <laughs> there are so many benefits of it. And I think a lot of people don't realize it. And there is a lot that you can learn from it. So anyway, the first thing is to have a stable income, <laughs> to have a proper salary or a wage that's coming in every month or every two weeks is really, really, really helpful, especially when you're young and you're trying to get things off the ground. You're trying to get your credit score managed, that kind of thing for future things. And I didn't realize it at the time. Obviously, I just had a job and I was doing the things that I needed to do, but that stable income enabled me to do so, so, so much later on, like buy a house, <laughs> to have a good enough credit score to buy a house. So that was a really big thing for me that I didn't realize the benefit of until many, many, many years later. If I'd just gone straight into working from home or working for myself as a freelancer, I would never be able to get a good enough credit score to be able to, you know, make big purchases like Please to live. <laughs> it also made budgeting a lot easier because I knew how much was coming in every single month. So I could plan out exactly what my expenses were and how much I could save, how much I could put away, that kind of thing. And sometimes you can't always do that when you're working from home and you have, you know, random bits of payment coming through from different places, different sources. And I'm talking specifically from like a freelance perspective. You can obviously work for a company and do a nine to five from home as well. That's not the experience that I have and what I'm talking on here. This is more just like going into an office and working for someone versus freelancing. Maybe that's the difference here. Working from home for yourself versus going to a job and working for a company. Yes. Okay. So the stable income was a big thing for me. And that also enabled me to take out credit at places. I remember the first job that I ever had, they required a certain sort of uniform and I started working there and I'd never been working before. And I'm like, I don't have money to buy these things. And the HR person was like, just go get a, an, a clothing account. And I don't know if this works the same way in other countries in South Africa. This is, you know, you can, you can go to clothing. I don't know. I don't know where my audience is listening from. They're listening from all over the world, but go to a clothing store and get a clothing account and buy clothes on credits. And then you pay it off every single month. So I did that. And that grew my credit score exponentially. And I'm not saying to everybody that this is a good idea because a lot of us don't manage our stuff as well as maybe we think we're going to manage things. This is just how it played out for me. <laughs> another benefit for working for another company or going into an office is that you can sometimes get bonuses or commission, that kind of thing. If you're doing well, you know, you might be able to get a performance bonus or yearly increases from your job, which is really nice. You might be getting benefits as well, like medical aid or a petrol card that you can drive with and, you know, fill your car up with fuel. And that can sometimes be motivating, <laughs> which is great. The first time I ever got an increase at my job after I'd worked there for a year, I almost kissed the admin lady on the lips. <laughs> I was very, very, very happy. 
Another huge, huge, huge benefit to working somewhere for a company rather than working from home for yourself is that that job, that whole thing has got nothing to do with you, essentially. Once you leave the premises, the pressure is gone. You don't have to think about that until you clock in the next day. And it sometimes, sometimes I just wish that my money and my job and my life was not my responsibility anymore. And you don't have to go home and answer emails. And I mean, unless you have that kind of a job, but if you're working specifically like in 95, where you're going into a place and you're working there and then going home, a lot of that pressure from the day is removed once you leave the doors, once you walk out of the doors, you know, you're free for the rest of the evening. You can do what you want. And that is lovely. That is absolutely lovely. Sometimes when I'm working from home, I sometimes have clients that are overseas and I love them. I absolutely love them. I'm so very grateful to have clients in different time zones because it means I can stagger my work differently and I'm not necessarily busy throughout the whole day. Maybe if I'm busy in the morning, I can do work in the afternoon and it kind of catches up with them later on. However, it does mean that I need to be able to communicate with people quite late into the evening sometimes and that sometimes gives me a little bit of anxiety (laughs) so there's a lot of like having to put boundaries in place with time zones and things like that whereas if you work for a nine-to-five and you work in a specific office you could just leave (laughs) which uh, I kind of miss it but I I don't because I'm really grateful for the life that I have at the moment (laughs) but it also helps you to create a routine as well it helps you create a nice stable routine in your household and if you're like me who can sometimes have these manic episodes versus not wanting to do anything episodes a routine is really important for me to like really stick to what I need to do and so having a proper routine for work helps me have a proper routine in the rest of my life What's nice about a nine to five as well is that when you're finished working at five o'clock and if you have the energy to do so, you can also start something on the side, start your freelance journey and, you know, start the changeover. If you do want to work from home while you're still working that nine to five, because you've got that separation, you're not necessarily always on, you know, you don't necessarily always need to worry about the business and what's going on because that's like the boss's job, you know? That's not your job. And so you can focus on your side stuff when you're not at work, which is a huge, huge, huge benefit. And that's something that my partner did. I did I I did not do that. <laughs> but while he was working at a normal job, he would come home and do freelance stuff and then eventually made the changeover to enable him to work completely from home, which happened to be at the absolute perfect time when COVID hit because then he'd already sort of put all the things in place to start working from home full time. And that was amazing. Now, some of the cons to working a nine to five, and I've kind of like tied them in with each other here, but you know, having that routine and security can sometimes be very monotonous. And if you're somebody who likes a lot of adventure and doing different things and having a varied schedule, then that can sometimes, you know, weigh down on your mental health a little bit. And so it's up to you and it's your responsibility to make things different and get your energy right. Make sure that you do have enough energy to do the things that you need to do, which is not always the case. And so it takes a lot more effort to be able to Make sure that you've got the energy to do what you need to do outside of the monotony of going to work every single day and having such a structure in your life. 
And also going back to, you know, working in an office environment and maybe not necessarily getting along with everyone there. <laughs> One of the problems that I had was the places that I was working had a very sort of like corporate feel. And I am a very <laughs> lively person. I'm a very sort of like out there and very friendly. And I felt like that was quite a selling point to me towards customers. I feel like I could create a relationship with customers and we'd be on good terms and we'd be joking by the end of it. And it was a good time for everyone. And that's when I felt like the best because I really loved being able to talk to people all the time. But that was seen as a negative a lot of the times to employers or people higher up in the structures, you know, because it's not quite the company culture that they want, you know. And so I often felt like I had to sort of suppress my own personality to sort of give off this vibe that they wanted me to give off. And that sometimes did affect my mental health. And that ha was happening for a while before I actually acknowledged that, that was happening or realized that that was happening, as is with most things in my life. It takes me a little bit of time to catch up to what's going on. And so I, you know, sometimes that sense of company culture, if it isn't quite what your personality is, it can sometimes suck a little bit. <laughs> So there's a lot of pros and a lot of cons to working for a nine to five. And so I, to anyone who says that they could never work a nine to five, or they could never live that lifestyle. They could never, ever, ever, ever do those things. There are benefits to it. And there are a lot of things that can help you later on in life from having a stable income and being able to leave that job completely behind when you go home and start your own thing on the side. It also teaches you a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons. Uh, first of all, how to like properly communicate in <laughs> corporate speak to people. <laughs> That's one of the big lessons that I learned was very helpful to me now, especially when speaking to clients, new clients, especially trying to communicate things very straightforward because you know, you can hear the way that I speak. I speak with a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of flair. And sometimes that can be misconstrued, misunderstood, and you're not getting your message across quite so clearly. So that corporate speak was something that really helped me a lot. I also learned how to deal with a lot of different kinds of people. You know, what kind of people are out there? <laughs> And learning that like some people are just mean. <laughs> a lot of customers can be really mean. It kind of gives you like a, a general look into what society is like. And if you're working from home and you don't get a lot of experience with a lot of people outside of your general environment, sometimes it can throw you for, you know, throw you for a loop or kind of come out of left field when somebody acts a little crazy. <laughs> and being in that environment where you work with a lot of people, you can, you know, you can kind of regulate yourself and go like, okay, this is just how people are. This is, this is a normal thing. I shouldn't take this so personally. Like life is just like this and it's got nothing to do with me. Whereas I think if you don't have like a nine to five job and you're not experiencing a lot of people from a day-to-day -day basis, you might not have that experience. And that I found really, really, really benefited me later on with my freelancing career. Now, on to working from home. <laughs> I absolutely love working from home. It's one of my favorite things in the whole entire world. However, with the whole routine thing, I, I'm, I'm not good at keeping a routine. I'm trying my best. I really am. <laughs> 
but my priorities are like sometimes not in the right places. And so that can be very difficult for me because sometimes I don't know when to switch off. I don't know when to stop working. Like I said the other day, I just had this like manic episode where I worked late into the evening and did a week's worth of content in one go because I just, I had the energy and I was like, well, if I work all of this time now, I can take a couple of days off and I can just do a bunch of nothing, which is really one of my favorite things in the whole world to do. (laughs) So the jury is out on that one. I still don't quite know how to get that right, but there's a lot of things that I do to keep myself in routine, like having a proper gym schedule and things like that. But that also brings in the fact that working from home can sometimes be very lonely. You don't see a lot of people all the time. And especially with all these wonderful delivery services out there, you never need to go into the world for anything. <laughs> you don't need to go out in the world for groceries. If you're a keyboard breaks, you could just order a new one, which by the way, I did. I ordered a new keyboard recently. I don't know if this is relevant to anything, but I ordered a pink one and she's gorgeous and beautiful, but it didn't come with a mouse and it was supposed to come with a mouse. So I had to send it back, but it'll be back next week and it's pink and lovely. And I'm entering my feminine era. So <laughs> I'm trying to embrace more like pink things. But anyway, sidetrack. The only thing that really keeps me going in this life is going to the gym because I really get my exercise in for the day. I get my social batteries charged for the day. I get to see, you know, all the people that I've made friends with there. And if I didn't go to the gym every day, I quite possibly would never leave the house ever. And I think that's important, especially for me, because I'm a social person. So (laughs) I need to do that. Another thing is, you know, from the benefits of having a stable income from working a nine to five, you are completely responsible for your own income. So if you're not working, you're not getting any money. And that can sometimes be a con, especially if you want to plan time off or you want to go on holiday. It's not just as simple as putting in your leave because the work still needs to be done. And if you're not doing the work, you're not getting paid. So that can be quite a difficult thing to get through and understand and work around if you do want to get time off because you know as I've mentioned in the past I can kind of disassociate from a lot of things a lot of the time and I can forget to take off time because I'll take a you know a day here and a day there and a you know a couple of days here and there and I won't actually get like a proper leave off And so it'll go months and sometimes even years without me having a proper holiday. And that can, you know, result in some (laughs) that, you know, that that can be sometimes, you know, bad for your like mental health or whatever. So (laughs) it's something to learn and something to understand and something I'm still trying to learn how to navigate. But recently I, you know, just went on leave and I was able to do so. And I did that by really backlogging a whole bunch of work and then took some time off. But getting back into a routine after taking that long proper break was really difficult for me. And I don't know if it's just because I hadn't had a long proper break in a really long time and just taking pauses sort of here and there made it a lot easier for me to just stay on track. But taking that proper proper break and just losing all sense of myself and routine made it incredibly difficult for me to really get back on track. And I would say it took a couple of weeks, if not the majority of January and you know we're like in the middle of February now so it took a while and that is completely on me and so that is one of the cons of working from home is that whole schedule your whole routine everything is completely up to you and it takes a lot of effort to really 
get used to that. <laughs> and that's still a work in progress for me. One of the other pros from working from home is that it can be a lot less expensive, especially in travel costs. My fuel budget has gone down exponentially. <laughs> I used to fill up my tank and it would last me maybe a week in my car. And now I, maybe I fill up my tank a quarter way and it'll last me about a month because I'm basically only going to the gym and the shop, the store is just down the road and on the way home from the gym. So I really don't need to travel very far every day. I'm maybe going a kilometer or two every day as opposed to driving and sitting in traffic and idling in my vehicle. <laughs> That's also significantly decreased my maintenance costs on my vehicle because I'm not driving it as much. And so it's not getting in that heavy wear and tear from driving a lot or sitting in traffic a lot, idling a lot. So the break in between how long I need to service my vehicle has increased and so I'm not spending as much. <laughs> I don't know if that's completely relevant to everybody but that's definitely something that I noticed and I'm very happy about <laughs> because my car is very expensive to fix because there's a lot of problems but she's okay. She's okay for now. We'll have this conversation again in six months when it's the middle of winter. <laughs> the big 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 plus for me from working from home is that I love just being in my own home. I love that I can get up and make myself lunch. I can make a cooked lunch every single day, which I am obsessed with. I love just taking a break and cooking, which makes me so happy working in an office. Maybe you've got a microwave and a fridge, if that. You know, there's places where I've been where there's nothing. So having the flexibility to do that really is a big plus for me. I also love that I have complete control over my time as well. If I want to take a break and just go <laughs> scroll on my phone or watch an episode on TV or play some video games, I can do that. And I'm not wasting any time because that's my hour break that I'm taking versus if I was at work or if I was in an office environment, you can't do that. <laughs> And that freedom just makes me, it just makes me happy. If I want to pop down to the shops or if I want to go to the beach or whatever, <laughs> especially in this, in this country, in our beautiful South Africa, we have load shedding, which is scheduled power outages throughout the day. And so when the power's out, I can't work. I don't have a laptop. My computer is a desktop. And so it needs electricity and it's usually out for two to four hours. And so in that time I can go down to the beach. And go for a swim or go to the pool and go for a swim, which I love. I absolutely love that freedom. If I was in an office, I, I can't. You can't do that. You just sit in the dark if you don't have a generator, <laughs> which it's sometimes it's a good thing. You know, if you want to, if you want a proper break and you, you can't do the work that you need to do when the power is out and you're working on someone else's time, that is great. That's a big plus, but it can also be a negative if you're on a tight schedule and you work from home and you need to get something in at a certain time and the power's out. That can be a, a con as well. But if you've got enough planning and scheduling and you can see when the power's going to go out. We have a we have an app for it. <laughs> Instead of solving the problem, we've just got an app that tells you when it happens. Then if you plan accordingly, you can work around it, which, you know, I feel like I'm quite comfortable with. And yeah, we've got load shedding now at two o'clock in the afternoon until four o'clock, which is fine because I can get all my work done in the morning. And as long as I am comfortable with not working after four o'clock, I can just take the rest of the day off because I want to. <laughs> The middle of the day load shedding can be quite disruptive to the schedule and if you have a lot to do it can be 
it can be quite difficult. But again, it's all up to you. It's, that's the whole thing with working from home. Everything is up to you. And if you're not strict with yourself, it can kind of all fall apart. And I will say that the I, I suppose the podcast is being affected by that. But it's not like, you know, this is like a passion project for me. It's not like I feel obligated that I need to do an episode every single week, although I would love to. But this year for me is about prioritizing myself and my self-care. And if I'm not feeling okay, or if I just need a break, or if I'm too busy doing other stuff, this, you know, it doesn't weigh too heavily on me yet. Maybe one day, maybe when I'm like Joe Rogan, (laughs) I'm getting paid for these episodes. (laughs) No, I don't know. Anyway, so this has been a quite a long episode. (laughs) I don't know how short I'll cut it down to, but just as like a summary of of what I think I've gone through, (laughs) the pros of working for a job, uh, a nine to five job is that you have a stable source of income. You may get employee benefits, which is fantastic. You have a really solid routine that you can follow. And if you want to, you can start your, you know, side things, your side gigs on the side when you're not at work, which is wonderful. Some of the cons for working a nine to five is that, you know, sometimes you have a lack of individuality. If your personality doesn't quite mesh in with the company culture or the office culture or wherever you're working, that can sometimes be a bit of a problem. Sometimes the routine can seem like monotony and that is up to you to change that up for yourself. The pros from working from home, you have complete independence, which is wonderful. You have less travel costs, which is great. You have increased flexibility, which is amazing. You can sometimes be more productive when you are in charge of your own schedule. When you're in charge of your own schedule, you have a better work-life balance. You've got, you know, less expenses from working from home in as well. But the cons are that if you are a very chatty person, if you're a very social person, you know, sometimes it can get lonely. Sometimes you can overwork yourself to the point where you realize you haven't taken a break in a really long time. (laughs) Maybe your electricity bill might be a bit higher since you are working from home. That could be a thing as well. Your home expenses might be a little bit more because obviously you're using your own bathroom and you're drinking your own water and you're using your own electricity. So there's that. And on the flip side from working a nine to five, where you may get employee benefits, you are completely in charge of your own employee benefits as well. And if you're not working, you're not making any money. So that work-life balance is a big one. So I hope that this was helpful. And if it wasn't helpful, then I hope it was at least entertaining. (laughs) It's a bit of a long one today, I suppose with no structure and just me saying whatever comes to my head will result in a longer format of podcast episode. If this is something you like, please let me know. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening. As always, I love you and I will chat to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and listen to what I have to say and listen to my podcast. I really appreciate that. I love you so very, very much. If you liked what you listened to, please give me a five-star rating or a thumbs up on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you'd like to support this podcast, please consider subscribing or following again on whatever platform you're listening to. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll chat to you soon. 